Sometimes you just need a little encouragement. Am I right? Look, I get it. Life is messy and there are so many things that can keep us feeling stuck or overwhelmed in our everyday life. I want you to know that you're not doing this alone. So, welcome to Chasing Wonderment. This is a podcast designed to help you get unstuck, learn how to shift your mindset, and get some encouragement from your internet bestie. That's me. Okay, you ready? Let's start Chasing Wonderment. I don't know if you noticed, but I was MIA last week. Yeah, (laughs) I totally noticed. So I got super busy over the weekend. Um, The transition from April to May, I just didn't have a lot of time to think, honestly. And I needed to come up with a new podcast theme, and I just could not think about it. And so that first weekend rolled by really fast. And I just did not have time to contemplate a new series. And so I was thinking about it. I asked one of my friends. um, And as I was realizing that the weekend was rolling away very quickly, I was like, I don't have time. I just don't have time this weekend. And I thought, oh, I need to just give myself permission to not do it. Guess what? (laughs) That completely gave me the coolest idea for this month's theme, which is Permission. It's going to be all about the different kinds of permission we often need to give ourselves. Now, today's episode is all about giving yourself permission to rest. So girl, if you are feeling frazzled, stressed out, burnt out, overwhelmed, or exhausted, please keep listening. I hope this has some really good takeaways for you. Um, But before we get started, I just want to remind you, you don't need my permission. That's not the point of this episode. Like I'm not being like, I have permission because I'm in charge of you. No, that's not the point. The point is that sometimes we need to give ourselves permission. It's a mindset shift, right? Sometimes we get really caught up in the busy or the rush or the hustle or we're people pleasing and we're saying yes to all of these things that may be good, but they may not lead to your best. And so sometimes we need to give ourselves permission to take a break, to rest, to take a nap, whatever rest looks like for you in the season that you're in. And it's probably going to change because our needs change, right? So basically what I want to do is take you way far back (laughs) Um, to when we first moved into the house that we're living in now. So it was like six or seven years ago. Wow, that was a long time ago. Um, And we had just been through like the busiest season of our lives. Um, We had two babies in 14 months. We were renovating a house. We were paying all the doctor bills. Um... We had a lot going on. My hubby was working like 100 hours a week. I barely saw him. So I was solo parenting basically six, sometimes, well, mostly six days a week. Um, We had one day, one day with him. And so I was exhausted. I was absolutely tired. I was trying to run a small business and um, build that and raise two little, two little toddlers. They were getting into everything and starting to crawl. Um, And I had health issues on top of that. My hormones were out of balance after having the kids. My um, nutrients and all the things were just depleted. I was wiped. Now, we're going to we're going to double that with the fact that I had this really bizarre 
weird mindset block. And it was that I felt like I had to keep up with my husband. Maybe it was in order to like prove that I was good enough or prove that um, I was good enough for him. I'm honestly not really sure why I had this mindset block, but I just felt like it was my job to keep pace with him. And he is literally the energizer bunny. The man can work 90 to 100 hour weeks and not get tired. Like not even like, I mean, he gets sleepy at night, but not like emotionally or or like mentally tired of it. He thrives on extremely high energy, high paced, fast paced work. And I'm hyper, like y'all, I'm really hyper, okay? (laughs) So I thought I was an energizer bunny and then I married Alex. (laughs) So all of these things coupled together with this couple years of exhaustion and kids and um, child bearing and rearing and all of these things that take a huge toll on your physical health and mental health and emotional health. And then this mindset block that made me constantly feel like I had to keep up and also like I was constantly behind because he like works 10 times, he works circles around me and around most people. And so um, all of this stuff combined with, it just hit this season where I knew I needed rest. And the good thing about being a stay-at-home mom and running your own business is that I could take rest. And I know that not everybody can do that. And so I do want to say that, you know, coming into this episode of like, I took two months off. (laughs) I didn't take two months off of mom life and of um, all the things that go with that. I mean, I was still doing housekeeping and you know, that's a huge job in and of itself. I had a six month old, I think, or nine month old. They, They were both two under three, two under two. Um, and so we, I was, I was exhausted. Um, and I still kept up with all the mom things that I needed to do. Um, but I took two months off of the blogging and my business. Um, I only filled orders that came in. I wasn't actively pursuing or creating new items at that moment. Um, and what ended up happening is I just was like, I need a nap. I need to nap all the time. What I didn't know is that was the best thing I could have done because I was I was struggling with adrenal fatigue and um, my adrenaline was just pumping at like 90 miles an hour, way faster than it should. It wasn't shutting off in the way that it should. And so I started resting. I started taking naps. I started sleeping. And so I just, I napped like a lot. <laughs> If my kids napped, I napped with them. When they stopped napping, which was, I think that right, that was right about the time that my oldest stopped napping. He stopped napping far too young. Um, But I would tuck them, I would tuck him in the crook of my knee when I would rest on the couch and um, put on a TV show that he really enjoyed. And if he wiggled or tried to get off the couch, I would feel him and I could wake up. Um, I just, I slept a ton. (laughs) I slept so much. And what I found is that after a short season of that, I realized very quickly that it wasn't just about sleeping. It was about me learning how to be more intentional with my time because I was struggling with people pleasing and trying to feel like, feeling like I had to keep up with my husband and all of these mindset blocks that were really just causing me to be ineffective and unintentional with the time that I did have. 
this was honestly the beginning of Chasing Wonderment because the things that I began learning in this season of rest and slowing down, I started learning how to um, declutter our home so that I felt more intentional about the things that we had in it so that I wasn't so overwhelmed with all the stuff piled everywhere because guys, we live in a 750 square foot house and we still do. <laughs> We're currently working on upsizing, but it's tight. I mean, it's very tight squeeze when you have four people, toddlers, toys, all the things in such a small space. And so um, it just, it. I began to uncover a lot of the principles that I now help coach my clients on in how to become more intentional with your time. And I started to fall in love with this season of intentionality. And I really didn't want it to end. So this actually kicked off, like I said, the beginning of Chasing Wonderment where I did a 30-day challenge and I sent an email every single day about something that I had learned about slowing down and taking time to rest. It was so much fun. It was also exhausting, which <laughs> seems kind of counterintuitive, but whatever. <laughs> um, so what... What I want to talk about today is like some really tangible, tactical things you can do when you're feeling like you desperately need rest, but you don't know how to get there, right? Like sometimes we need to give ourselves this permission, but like how? Because you work a full-time job, or maybe you're a single mom, or you're not a stay-at-home mom, or you are, but you're so overwhelmed with the house and the dishes and the piles and the laundry that you don't even know where to start, right? The first thing that I want to help you do is to get to some of the root causes or the root issue for why you feel like you can't rest. So really, honestly, I just want you to ask yourself, why can't I rest? What is causing me to feel like rest is impossible? And the quickest way to do this, the most eye-opening way that I've found to do this is a mindset shifting technique or I guess a mindset finding technique. It helps you find the root cause of a mindset block that you're struggling with. I call this the five whys. Now, just disclaimer, I didn't invent this. I think I heard about it from somebody on Instagram or YouTube or something. I don't know. Anyway, what you do with this is you grab a journal or a piece of paper, whatever, um, open a note in your phone if that's whatever is easiest for you, and you write down what you think about rest. Like just just write down kind of that like block that you're having and ask yourself, why can't I rest? And answer that question. Why? What, what is holding you back from resting? And then I want you to ask yourself the question, why again? Yeah, again, <laughs> this, there's a reason it's called the five whys. Um, so every single time you ask the question why, I literally do not want you to overthink it. Don't sit there and ponder. Put your pen on the paper and write the first thing that comes to your mind. And then ask the, write the question why under that and then answer that again. At some point, if there is a deeper kind of root behind why you feel like you can't rest, um, this will show up. You'll, you'll know it. I, I'm telling you, as soon as you find that kind of deeper root, it'll be you'll get chills or you'll feel like your brain exploded or um, something will happen that you'll be like, aha, oh my gosh, I didn't. I had no idea this was under the surface or that makes so much sense. I see it now. Um, so the idea behind this is that now you're kind of seeing why you're believing this. 
And honestly, maybe it is something that is partly true. Like you have a really busy life and there's not time. There's not a lot of time for rest, right? So this is just an exercise in helping you uncovering that um, that underlying belief or or struggle that is causing you to constantly feel uh, like you're not rested or like you can't take a break or like you can't rest. Like for me, it was that I just felt like I had to keep up with my husband. Like I just constantly had this burning desire to keep up with him so that I proved that I was worthy enough and good enough for him, right? The next thing that I would love for you to do, and I have a free um, download that you can sign up for and grab it, have it download to your computer. But again, you don't need that. You can do this on your own as well, um, is a calendar audit. Now, I went into more detail in this on episode 21. You can head to chasingwonderment.com forward slash 21 if you want a little bit more detail. But basically, the idea of this calendar audit is not that you are creating your perfect calendar, right? We're not going to sit down and be like, this is how I make my life perfect and this is how I fit it all in a week or a day. That is not the point. (laughs) The point of this calendar audit is to see what is possible. And you're probably going to see one of two things. You're either going to see that you are literally so busy that there's no room left for anything else. Or you're going to see large gaps of white space that might horrify you. (laughs) I usually fall into the latter. And we don't feel like we have that extra time, right? Because it's being taken up by things that distract us, by Netflix, by um, our phones, by all the things that we aren't accounting for. But the idea of doing this calendar audit is that you are seeing what is possible in the lifestyle that you currently have. I want you to allow for a lot of wiggle room. I want you to allow for the morning that you need in order to live your best life or the evening routine that will really, um, that really helps you. Whatever that looks like, make space for that. Um, put in the big things, put in your work schedule, your um, homeschooling, whatever that looks like for you. But this is to show you What is possible in your life? Where that extra space is? And nine times out of 10, you realize that there is space. You just don't see it because you're in the middle of a busy life, right? And we get distracted and we get sidetracked. And and all of these things can just really sidetrack us and throw us off of our rhythm, right? And just make us feel like even more, we don't have time. We don't have time to rest. I can't rest. I have to move faster. I have to do this better. I have to keep up with so-and-so. I have to prove X, Y, and Z, whatever. Um, So this calendar audit can really, really help you. If you want to download the calendar audit that I have available, You can head to ChasingWonderment.com forward slash calendar, C-A-L-E-N-D-A-R. And that is just a website that you can enter your info in and it will deliver directly into your inbox. So I hope that helps. I hope that's encouraging. The next thing that I want to talk about is um, sometimes when we are thinking about rest, we instantly think about like sleep. Or taking naps, right? Like my my version of rest when I first started living more intentionally was just blunt. I needed sleep, 
I was sleep deprived. I had two babies and I was exhausted. So it was very literal for me, but it's not always that literal. So if you are thinking about rest and you're like, "Eh, but I don't really like to nap, I want you to change your mindset or your idea of rest. And I want you to do that by grabbing a journal. Again, you probably knew that was coming. Um, But grab your journal and ask yourself, what am I feeling pulled toward? Like if I think about slowing down or having more space, what, what am I longing for? Maybe when you open Pinterest, you open it and you see these beautiful pieces of embroidery and these amazing creative things and you're just drawn to that and you wish you had more time for that. Maybe that's your version of rest. Maybe you open Instagram and you see these people going on hikes and they've got beautiful scenes behind them and um, you're just craving the outdoors and a little bit of adventure. Maybe that's your version of rest. Maybe you hop on the internet and you're looking up um, essential oils and bubble baths and um, you're constantly looking at um, bath bombs or like that the beauty and self-care industry is what you're longing for. You just constantly think about like having a bubble bath or soaking in a hot tub. (laughs) Maybe that's your version of rest. And please hear me, friend, your version of rest can change at any time. Like it's okay for it to change, but just lean into that and and start asking yourself, what am I feeling drawn toward? What am I seeing on social media or Pinterest or Instagram that just makes me have that, oh, maybe it's like homemade bread. Y'all, I see pictures of people making homemade bread and it does not sound like rest to me. But to some people, it might. It might sound like, homemade food and slowing down and taking the time to be more intentional about the way that you're eating and the foods that you're eating. Maybe that's your version of rest. So rest doesn't just have to look like naps. What does your version of rest look like? The next thing that I want to talk about is what happens when you don't have white space. So if you take the time to do the calendar audit, like I said, you'll find you're either on one of two extremes. You either don't have any white space or you have a lot of white space, right? And if you have a lot of white space, then really it's just about being more intentional with that time, noticing where it's going, why it's going, what are you getting sucked into, what things are you allowing in your life that you can really kind of hone in on and start to use that time more wisely and more intentionally. But what if you're on the flip side? What if you have no white space? You do this calendar audit and you are like, oh my gosh, there is no room for anything. Like I have a hell of a mess of activities. I've got things every single day. I've got my day planned out. It's so full, I don't have room. This scenario is not always the easiest to fix, but it can be a little simpler if you just sit down and you ask yourself, what can I prune? Because often we add things because we feel like we have to, (laughs) people pleasing. We add things because we feel like we should or we ought to, Um, we need to, whatever. But do you actually really need to do all of those things? Please hear me, mama. (laughs) Your kid does not need to be in every single extracurricular activity that there is known to man. They don't. They will survive. They will be well-adjusted kids. They will survive. 
okay? I promise. I promise with every fiber of my being, they will be okay. Um, there are so many ways that we can overcommit and think that we should do these things. Um, maybe even volunteering at your church. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but it might not be the right thing for right now. So this is you. If you feel like you have overcommitted and you have way too many things in your schedule, I don't want you to like say, I can't do this anymore and just quit all of them cold turkey because you may have obligations that you've said, I'm going to do this um, for X amount of time. For instance, our church at one point had, um, I was volunteering and they had like a six month kind of volunteer window where if you did volunteer, you said, I'll, I'll be here for sure for six months. Um, I followed through with the end of that kind of season of serving. And then at the end, I let them know like, hey, I'm stepping down. So what things are you, have you said yes to that you can now look at? You know that you can pull it off of your to-do list. You know that you said yes only because you felt guilty or you felt like you had to or you should. And that's not a good reason. Please hear me. Saying yes because you feel guilty is never a good reason to say yes. <laughs> um, but what of those? Which of those things can you remove off your schedule? And the next thing I want you to do is I want you to put a date on it. I want you to look at this and say, okay, I am going to follow through with this commitment, and then I am going to say, hey. In one month when this commitment is over, I'm stepping down from this position or I am moving on or have a chat with your kids. Guys, I know you're in four different extracurriculars. We need to talk about which one is your favorite because mom is on overload and I don't have the capacity to take you to every single one of these. Like it's time for a break, right? So the idea with adding a date to these things that you are now choosing to let go of intentionally is so that you now know exactly when you're going to be talking about this. You know when, like, please hear me. Don't just quit cold turkey. Be someone of, be a woman of your word. Follow through with your commitments. But also, if there are things that are more long-term that you are ready to let go of or you feel like it's time to move on from, give yourself a date as to when you're going to do that. When are you talking to that person? When are you saying, okay, enough's enough and I'm done? When is that going to happen? Write it on your calendar. I know that seems really scary, but I promise it's going to feel so good because once you hit that point when you know, okay, this is the day, today is the day we're having a family meeting and the kids and I are all going to sit down and we're going to talk about the extracurriculars, it's going to feel so light when you're done. I promise it's going to feel great. So if you're feeling like you don't have white space, evaluate what you can remove and put a date on it. When are you going to remove that item off of your schedule? The last thing that I want to talk about is kind of helping to reverse this mindset block that you've had of I can't rest. Whether it's I don't have time to rest or I need to go faster or whatever that looks like, what does it look like to... Um, to change that mindset thought. And the easiest thing that I know to do that I can tell you is you don't want to go with like this wildly positive 
out there affirmation like I have all the time in the world to rest no you probably don't because like you're a woman and you might be a mom and you have a job or you're self-employed and you're busy like all the time right so you don't want to go to this wildly um outlandish over the top affirmation because your brain's not going to believe it like straight up your brain's not going to believe it it's going to laugh in your face so what I always tell clients is we want to get you to the closest positive neutral Positive neutral. We want you to find a neutral statement that can um, that your brain can easily believe, and then it can easily start to build evidence because your brain is constantly building evidence, right? So if you're telling yourself, "I don't have time to rest," and you constantly find yourself without time to rest, then your brain's like, "Aha! What we're saying is true." So if you don't have time to rest, if you're telling yourself this over and over and over again. What is the most positive or neutral statement you can find that gets you closer to where you want to be when it comes to your mindset? For instance, you might say, I don't have time to rest, but you could follow that up with, but I have 10 minutes. So what can I do in this 10 minutes? Or tonight, I have X amount of time. Maybe you tie that to time. You tie it to something like, I know tonight I have 30 minutes after the kids go to bed and I'm going to do this thing to help me feel more rested. Um, maybe you tie it to your belief that rest has to be like extravagant. Maybe you're thinking that rest is um, long. It takes forever. It's over the top. It's um, bubble baths and weekends away. It's this very extravagant thing. So maybe you just tell yourself rest doesn't have to be extravagant. It's not extravagant. It's simple. Rest is simple. That is a really positive neutral statement that you can start telling yourself when you're feeling like you need to rest. And then you can look for a simple way to rest. Like rest is easy. What would be the easiest way to find a little rest in this day? Where will that fit? How does that fit? What does that look like and feel like? Because when you get really basic like that, sometimes you find it's not actually that hard. And the more that you tell yourself something like this, like rest is simple, the easier it is for your brain to believe it when you begin to show it that, hey, guess what? It's not actually extravagant. It can be simple and it can fit in this day. Or maybe rest helps me serve others better. Because women, this is one that we struggle with. We feel like we have to serve everyone and everything and do all the things for all the people. And yes, being of service and giving of ourselves is awesome. But rest also gives you that opportunity to pour from a full cup. When you take time consistently, day after day, week after week to fill your cup, you don't get burnt out as quickly. You don't wear out as easily. And when that happens, guess what? You get to actually serve others, the people that you love. You get to do the things that you care about and help people 10 times more because you're no longer on that cycle of high highs because you filled your cup and low lows because you're burnt out, exhausted, and your cup is empty. Okay, so I'm going to do a quick recap of all the things that we talked about today. So number one was asking yourself using the five whys prompts, why can't I rest? What is struggling What is my struggle? What is that hang up that I have? Number two is doing a calendar audit. And you can find that at chasingwonderment.com forward slash calendar. 
Number three is ask yourself, what kind of rest am I feeling pulled toward? Because it's not always just about sleeping. (laughs) Number four is what happens when you don't have white space? What can you remove and add a date to when you're going to remove it? And number five is find a positive neutral truth statement. Make it something simple. You can tie it to time. You can tie it to something you believe. You can tie it to um, your your desire to give towards others. Like I said, rest helps me serve others better. And that, my friends, is all. Whew, that was a mouthful. I feel like I need a few deep breaths after that. Thanks for hanging with me. I really hope this was encouraging. If this was encouraging, would you come and tell me about it? Head over to Instagram and on my most recent post, send me a DM, whatever that, whatever you prefer, and tell me what kind of rest are you feeling pulled towards and how are you going to start to add that into your days? What does that look like? Is it naps or is it bubble baths? I can't wait to hear. Before you go, if you are still struggling with this mindset and how to shift it, I would love to sit down with you on a free call. I call them wonder sessions. It is so much fun. It is half an hour of my time just to listen. No strings attached. It's completely free. And um, we'll chat. We chat about intentional living, about your life, about what you're struggling with most. And the goal is to give you one really simple, tangible tip to help you walk forward in more intentionality in the future. So if that is something you're interested in, head to chasingwonderment.com forward slash wonder session. And this will be linked in the show notes as well. So if that's something you're interested in, I can't wait to see you on Zoom. It is so much fun. I love, love, love meeting new faces. So hopefully I'll see you inside a wonder session. That's all for today, folks. Thank you for listening. And I hope no matter what you do, you keep chasing wonderment. And maybe that includes a little rest. Hey there, if you really enjoyed this podcast, I was hoping you would take a second to let me know. Come follow me on Instagram at Chasing Wonderment and just send me a DM and tell me how much you enjoyed it. I so appreciate it and I would love to get to know you.